I'm Jasmine. And I'm Tracy. Welcome to the Happy Place Podcast. We're coming to you with conversations about mental health and self-care. Join us as we learn how to better take care of our minds. Just a disclaimer, we are not health professionals. We are merely a mother and a daughter on our own mental health journey, and we are sharing with you what we have learned. This week's episode is all about the expectations we place on ourselves and others. All right. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Episode 10, again. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything I say after this is going to feel like deja vu. <laughs> but I think it's a really good, I think it's a really good, um, this was just the perfect, perfect episode for this to happen on. So, basically, we pressed record. We recorded almost the entire episode. I tapped on the phone just out of care, just because I had a feeling, and the episode was gone. <laughs> I don't know. I know. And I know it was recording, but we totally lost it. And so, talk about expectations. We were flowing so well, and I was just like, man, I like had all these expectations of the episode, and then I look, and it's gone. So, you know. <laughs> so who knows? This might be a repeat episode, or it might look totally different because every time recorded, it looks different. It looks so a little we'll different. Yeah, we'll see, and we'll see. Maybe, maybe there was something we weren't supposed to say that we said in the last one. Maybe. I don't know. So, all right. Well, how was your week, Jazz? It was good. Um. Well, I mean, it was. It, it is good now. Have you ever heard the the saying? Did you have a bad day, or did you have a ha- a bad five minutes that you milked for the whole day? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel right now because the beginning. The beginning of my week was kind of difficult, but I can't really say I had a bad week. It was just, I was kind of hormonal and I was ping-ponging back between anxiety and depression for the first little while. And I think it was just because my vibration level was a little bit lower at the beginning of the week. And I had these really high expectations of myself because I had a lot going on this week that I felt like I had to be at 100% for. But then after having TP last night, everything just kind of shifted for me. And I stayed up for a couple of hours after everybody left and just kind of reveled in my peace because I just felt so peaceful and so happy and I hadn't felt that way all week. That doesn't necessarily mean I had a bad week. I just wasn't on in air quotes, you know? (laughs) Hence the subject today. Yeah, hence the expectations. In fact, that's what... I facilitated TP last night and that was the subject that I chose to talk about at TP last night was expectations because I do I feel like a lot of times I put a lot of expectations to, of on myself to be on all the time and that's not realistic and we talked about that in the doing your best episode about how like your best changes from day to day and just to allow yourself to be at your best that day so well, and speaking of expectations, <laughs> so um, I'm getting ready to go out of town tomorrow. Um, we have a convention at the Disneyland Hotel, and then my kids are flying in halfway through. We're going to Disneyland, Yay, so Disney. we're excited. But um, I, all my kids will tell you that I get a little crazy the week before vacation. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, for some reason, I have this idea that my house has to be perfectly clean before I leave, and everything has to be done before I leave, and... You know, in my mind, I'm thinking if I get everything done, then on vacation, I can actually relax and enjoy it because I won't worry about what isn't being done at home. Mm-hmm. And so my expectations kind of go out the roof, um, not only on myself, but yeah. on everybody around me. <laughs> and so I pack a lot in. My to-do list cl- grows tremendously the week before a vacation, and I packed a lot in. And between that and owning my own business and feeling like I, there was so much I had to, we just hired a new employee and so we needed to get all these training videos done so that he gets trained so he knows how to cover while we're gone. 
and I just had an incredible to-do list. Um, I finished it all, crazy enough, <laughs> but I there was one whole night that I did not get any sleep, and so um, just two nights ago, I didn't sleep at all that night. Um, so I'm tired today, but I've had a great week. I've had a busy week, and I cannot wait to leave tomorrow. <laughs> I know. I think it's kind of funny that we flip-flop because you were on all week, and I was not on all week, and then we go to TP, and you're now you're on your break, you know? Yeah. So now you can relax and be calm and, and, and t tired, and I'm all over the place because I'm just ecstatic about life again <laughs> not that you're not just yeah yeah yep. no, that's, I, when Jasmine showed up she had all this energy and I just said oh I'm kind of tired today but I'm happy and I'm good <laughs> I just am tired today <laughs> so I think you're allowed to take a break um so we just want to check in with you guys about with your weekly challenge um we were talking about how we had TP last night and we want to see if you guys were able to find a healing circle last week and how it went and so if you have any cool stories you want to share with us let us know I have a cool story about ours. Yeah, go um, for it. Probably the most people we've ever had at one of ours oh is like gosh. maybe 15 people. Mm -hmm. um, an average TP night, we have anywhere from like 6 to 10 people. Mm -hmm. And um, we had 21 people last 21 night. people. Well, and it was really cool because I got to facilitate last night. And I, um, we do this thing before we go into the TP room or the circle room where the facilitator stands on the outside and welcomes everyone into the circle. And so I just give, give everyone a hug and some people I like tell them something that came to me in the moment that just inspired me, whether like, thank you so much for coming or telling them that I love them or that kind of thing, you know? And so it was a really cool experience last night to see all those beautiful, bright, shiny women come up and just like, we got to hug and connect for those two seconds before they went into the teepee room. And it was just, gosh, that really filled my cup and I really feel like that is a huge reason why I feel so much better today is just it just raised my vibration level to be around all of those incredible women and to connect on that deep level you know yeah. so. so we had a great healing circle I hope you found something for you whether yeah. it's just your your community or your tribe and I know a few of the women that came last night, I think it was part of their challenge to find it and came. We had a lot of new people, yeah. so thank you for coming last night. And again, if you guys are in Utah County and need a, need a tribe, we have one that you can come to. So email us and let us know if you would like to be a part of that, and I will send you the notifications for it so you can come and join ours. So All right, well, let's jump into expectations. Mm. So um, the first thing that we kind of want to address with expectations is a lot of times... Not only do we put a lot of expectation on ourselves, but a lot of the expectations that we have or fill are because of expectations that have been put on us over the years from our childhood, from our teachers, from our parents, from our churches, from our society, from our work, all from these TV, expectations. And so media. as you start to take a look at the expectations that you put on yourself, maybe go a little deeper and become aware of how many of those expectations aren't even your expectations, but expectations put on you from from others that you're trying to please others or live up to a standard to prove yourself yeah. uh, prove your worth worth or comes to um, not being even about you yeah well and we do like if you think about it there there are things subconsciously that in our society we just do because we're not not even because we're told to just because that's kind of the norm like if you're a woman you 
get to a certain age and then you're supposed to get married and then you're supposed to have kids and then not so much anymore. Like now we have a lot more moms that are going out and working and stuff, but there was that that expectation for a long time that you're supposed to be a stay-at-home mom and the dad is supposed to work and you're supposed to get good grades in school and you're supposed to go to college and you're supposed to do all of these things. And I feel like it would be a lot simpler for us to just think about those things and find out what is good and what is right for us. Because I know, like, I remember growing up that you you stayed home a lot and you struggled with anxiety and depression being a young mother and then there was a point in your life where you're like, well, why can't I work? And you decided to go work and that you were a lot happier after you started working. Well, I was definitely raised in a society... um, A a lot of it was the religion I was raised in, but um, and then an example from my family um, of just... You, you were the stay-at-home mom, you were the homemaker, and that's just what I thought life was. And I don't remember ever consciously thinking about what I wanted in my life mm-hmm. or what I wanted my life to look like mm-hmm. because I just caught, caught up in the idea of what it's supposed to look like. And so, oh, I'm done with high school. The next step is to go to college, and then the next step is to get married, and then the next step is to have kids, and then the next step is to be a stay-at-home mom. And, and I just kind of felt like I fell into this cycle of just doing what I thought I was supposed to do and never taking a look at, is this what I want to do? Is this what I'm choosing to do? Is this the life that I want? Yeah. And I remember as a young mom feeling kind of isolated and a lot of my anxiety and depression I think comes from that. And once I decided that I did want to work and I went into the work environment, Mm -hmm. I realized I'm really good at working and I'm really good at managing people and I'm good at leadership. And I started to see some of my talents and some of my skills and some of my gifts. And I feel like I was a good mom, but I wasn't using all my gifts. And so I felt always just a little short-sighted or a little... Um, not living up to my full potential. That kind of reminds me of the emotional fingerprint that Lisa has us do at retreats. How you can, your emotional fingerprint, your qualities that you value in yourself are different than what somebody else would. So somebody else could be perfectly content and happy being a stay-at-home mom because they're exercising all of those values. But you value being... What would be, what, I don't know, what is one of yours that, that would fall into the workplace? I, that's why I was, it, I was struggling for the words because I don't even know how to put a word on it. I, it seems so silly, but I like to have to-do lists mm-hmm. and I like to accomplish those to-do lists and I like to have like, I like writing policies and procedures yeah. and I like seeing things kind of get put into action. I like creating systems. So my house was super organized right. when I was a stay at home mom because I like to create systems, I but there were like only... chore charts and stuff yeah. <laughs> and bins and everything's labeled, mm-hmm. but there was only, you could only do that once at home Yeah, and then it was done. And my house was always clean because I like to do that. But once I got out in the work field, then all of a sudden I had these new projects and these new things I could organize and these new systems that I could start. And it just, it was new and it was fresh and it was exciting. And I felt like I was seeing myself grow and using my skills and my talents and it made me feel important. Yeah. So maybe that wasn't something that you expected to fall into when you were younger, but then as you got older, you realized, Hey, this is something I'm really good at. Yeah, and and I treasure the days of staying at home and being able to be home with my kids. But I think if I if I had really thought about it, I probably would have found a balance of that. Yeah. Um, if I really had 
didn't have the expectation of this is just what I'm supposed to do. And I have some sister-in-laws that are amazing homemakers. Mm-hmm. They're amazing cooks. They're kind of, they. some of them have homeschooled all their kids. They bake homemade bread. They sew and they do all this homemaking stuff. And I, that's not me at all. Mm-hmm. But at that um, age, when I was had young kids at home and I was watching these other people do that, I thought something was wrong with me or I wasn't good enough or what's wrong with me that I don't know how to bake homemade bread or that I kill every garden I try to plant <laughs> or kill every house plant I try to buy, <laughs> you know, and we decided a long, long time ago that my husband was going to cook because I'm a horrible cook. I'm great at hamburger helper and macaroni and cheese, yeah. but, you know, and so I, because I didn't have these homemaker skills, staying at home came along with some expectations that always made me feel short, fall sh- feel like I was falling short and not living up to. Well, and I just have a question really quick. Like, what would have happened if you would have let go of that expectation of what you were supposed to look like as a mom being younger? What do you think? Well, yeah, even being a stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom, if I didn't think that it had to look like that, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have dealt with the depression and the anxiety because that was me being hard on myself right. or comparing myself to other people. Right. Or coming down on myself feeling like I was failing because I wasn't doing what I thought was a good job. Yeah. Well, and I want to I wanna bring up something really quick because I think this is really important of, I mean, when you were having anxiety and depression, I don't, I don't know because I was really young, so I don't know what issues you were dealing with, but you probably didn't feel like you were the greatest mom in those moments. However... Me and my brothers think of you as an amazing mom. Like, we loved our childhood. We thought, we we know we had amazing parents. And so think of, like, how you have these high expectations of yourself, but even if you didn't feel like you were doing, like, you were being 100% all the time, you were still an amazing, incredible mom. So yeah. I remember, you know, you know and, and my husband says that all the time because I'll have those moments or those regrets and he'll say all the time, you were such a good mom. But, um, there were many a times I didn't feel that way. And I remember my sister, um, going to, um, a counselor one time because she was dealing with some depression. And I remember her crying to the counselor saying, well, she shared this with me. I wasn't there, but she told me that she had cried to the counselor saying, I'm a horrible mom because my house isn't clean. And all I do is, um, right. All I can do right now is lay on the couch with my kid and watch cartoons. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Oh, your poor kid. (laughs) (laughs) Like you think your kid is thinking you're a horrible mom because you're laying there cuddling with them on the couch, watching cartoons. All they know is that you're spending time with them. They don't know that you're feeling depressed and you're not cleaning the house and you know, that's your own expectation. And me as a kid, I mean, yeah, some of those moments where we just were sitting down, not doing anything are some of the moments that I remember and cherish the most because I felt so loved in those moments that you were sitting down with me. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I, I can relate with that. So, yeah, I kind of want to talk about the balance of having expectations and having too many expectations because this kind of goes back to what we talked about in the doing your best episode of you also don't want to fall to the scale of doing less than your best, you know, and not have any. And you were talking about how someone said that at TP last night. Yeah, last night someone shared about, um, she said, because we were sharing about expectations and she said, my problem is the opposite. I don't have any expectations of myself. I probably should have more expectations (laughs) of myself. And so like every subject that I feel like we talk about, I feel like there's always that balance between the extreme one way or the other. And I think we all want to have some sort of an expectation. And when I say that, I think a plan, a plan of action or um, what I want to get done today or what I want my life to look like or goals or plans or 
but at the same time, being flexible mm-hmm. and knowing that it might not look as you planned or it might not go the way you thought or life happens and things change and just yeah. being flexible to be in the moment and let what's going to happen is going to happen and not getting so stuck in that expectation that you're not flexible with and flowing with life. Yeah, totally. And then at the other extreme, there's um, not having any plans or any expectations and not even being able to get out of bed at each day. So I think it's good to have some expectation on yourself. And I feel like this goes back to our podcast about doing your best mm-hmm. and knowing yesterday my to-do list was huge because I knew that I had to get everything done tomorrow to yesterday because it was my last day before, before you I left. On vacation. Yep. Today I had planned one day off before I leave to do podcasts and to pack and just to get ready, get myself ready. And so my look, my expectations today are a lot lower Yeah. because I've been go, 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 go. And I knew today I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to get a podcast done. I'm going to pack and rest yep. and have a downtime. And so knowing how much expectation to put on yourself. Definitely. Yeah. I love that. So lowering our expectations can make us a lot happier for a lot of different reasons, but we just kind of wanted to touch on some things that can help you to lower your expectations of yourself and also to just make you aware of the expectations that you have. So first of all, you said this in the last point that you made, but being in the moment and just enjoying where you're at and what you're going through in that moment and not having an expectation for it to be any more than what it is in reality. You know, like if you go to a a family gathering or if you're at lunch with your girlfriend or you're watching TV with your significant other or whatever that may be, to not have expectations of, I don't know, I've had some pretty dumb expectations, like watching a movie thinking that Wes is going to cry with me, (laughs) which is so dumb. (laughs) Like, you know, and, and it's... Like, I was slightly disappointed when he didn't cry, but then I'm like, I don't know why I even had that expectation, because it's kind of dumb, because he just doesn't cry at stuff like that. Or, growing up, I always wanted a surprise birthday party, and I never told anybody I wanted a surprise birthday party, but I always wanted one, and so then I, every time it wouldn't, I would have to plan my own birthday parties, and it would kind of be disappointing. However, I'm a planner, and I love planning parties. I got to plan my own birthday parties, which actually was probably better for me because I love, I love doing that. And they ended up being just as good. And I mean, we just had awesome, awesome experiences because of my expectations not going how, you know, I wanted them to go. So I could have made a choice of either being really upset and angry with that, which I have done as well. Or I can just, you know what, this didn't happen, but I get to do this instead, you know, and lead let it lead to something better and different. Well, and the other thing about expectations is really being clear with your communication mm-hmm. because I spent a lot of years as an early mom or young wife expecting my husband to know what I want. Yeah. Getting upset every time I want thought I sh- should get some flowers and he didn't bring them to me or getting upset if he didn't think of my birthday and what I wanted for my birthday you know, and so I spent this time in misery over something that he had no idea I had an expectation on, yep. and he's clueless, and so he's just living his life, not even knowing I'm over here feeling this way, and so I feel like 
sometimes having expectations on others, almost all the time, having mm-hmm. expectations on others set to, sets us up for disappointment and resentment. Yeah. Where if we could just communicate, I mean, I'm very good now at saying, hey, I'm feeling like we haven't had much quality time together and I really need a date night this week. Or um, my birthday's coming up and I don't want to plan it. I want to go away for the weekend, but I think that should be your job to plan it because I always plan it. Or just really being clear with what I want and then it saves me that one expecting him to read my mind and usually he wants to make me happy and so he does it so then we're both happy Yeah. and I don't have to live in that space. Definitely. I love that. So when I was planning the expectation thing, um, there was something specific I actually had in mind because it's something I've been kind of struggling with lately. Um, so the Happy Place podcast was born because... Um, me and you wanted to do a business called the happy place project. And we had this idea. We, we kind of planted the seeds of the idea, um, before I got married. So in 2017, the end of 2017, we kind of planted the seeds of the idea and started brainstorming what we would want that business to look like. And we had decided that we were going to open this facility and it was going to be like a wellness facility where people could come and meditate and try out all of these different things to help them with their anxiety and depression and working moms could come and drop off their kids and go take a nap if they wanted to, you know, like just somewhere where people could recharge their batteries. And then it took us a couple years, but then I decided to quit my job so we could really pursue that. And in my mind, I had this, we're going to have a building and I knew what the building was going to look like. And I had this whole plan and this whole expectation of what our business was going to look like. And in the three months since I've quit my job, it has metamorphosized so much into something totally different. And last week I was kind of getting a little disappointed because I was just like, oh, this just, it isn't moving as fast as I wanted it to. It doesn't look the same as I wanted it to. And I found myself getting a little bit disappointed. And then I started thinking, why am I getting disappointed? Because we're not going down that path anymore. We're not, we, we, are just, we have decided to not open a facility and maybe who knows in the future that's something that could happen, but that doesn't feel right for us right now. And, but instead of that, our path has led us to so many, so many other opportunities and experiences and my life has been a lot more peaceful being able to work at my parents' business and um, work less hours and focus on the podcast and my own mental health and And (laughs) something that I didn't even expect to happen, we actually got a call once we started putting the podcast out there um, to do a public speaking event for a women's event. That is something I did not even have in my plans at all. I could not have expected that. So allowing myself to let go of that expectation and embrace the surprise that comes from just going down a path and allowing what happens to happen has been so cool and so rewarding. And yeah, it doesn't look like how I thought it would look like, but it actually in, in certain ways looks better. That's what I was going to say is, um, a lot of times we make plans and we get so stuck to those plans that we don't allow for the better. We don't allow for spirit to come in and actually surprise us and show us something more amazing than we could have even imagined or we could have even planned. And so if you have a plan, but you're also flexible to know life happens and this could change and it might look different than what I thought. You know, I had, we lived in California and I had two kind of dreams. I had this dream house that I wanted to build 
but I also wanted to move to Utah. We had been coming up to Utah for a training, and I'd mm-hmm. fallen in love with Utah. Yeah. But we owned a business in California, and so I kept telling Dad, you know, I really want to move to Utah, but he said, well, the timing's not right. We've got this business. How could we do it? Mm-hmm. And um, so we decided, well, let's go ahead and build our house, this mm-hmm. dream house that I had designed, and I had done it all on paper. So we finally went and got the plans drawn up, and I decided to put the Utah thing on back burner, and we started building the house. And halfway into building the house, someone bought our business. Wow. And so now we can move to Utah. Yeah. And so it was like we moved in one direction because that one was foreseeable. And we started to move in direction. And then the bigger one and the better one actually came around. And we got a better opportunity And because we just were moving. It's just if you're in forward movement but also being flexible and not stuck in it. Yeah. And I could have easily been like, but now I'm building my house and I'm stuck here. And this is the way I decided to go. No, we sold that house and then we moved. Yeah. And, well, and I think everyone can relate to the fact that, yeah, you have a plan and then some opportunity comes out of the blue that you're just like, where did this come from? I had no idea this was going to happen. So we, you can't really, you can make plans, but you, you have to be flexible because you have no idea what the future holds, you know? Well, and I want to talk about like the expectations that maybe are legit expectations that we fall short on or we feel like we failed at. Mm-hmm. And, um couple of things on this. One, I want to explain that there there is no failure. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times when we have, I know for me, if I have a certain list of things that I need to get done in a work day, and if I don't, sometimes I feel discouraged, like I yep. didn't get it all done. Um, but instead of going into the beat up mode or feeling like I failed or feeling like I should have got that done or you know, all those self, self-deprecating thoughts that I could have, if I could just go into, okay, what is my lesson from this? What am mm-hmm. I meant to learn from this? And well, okay, maybe I need to learn to put a little less on my list. Yeah. And we own a business that customers walk into all day long. Yeah. So I can have a list of things I want to get done, but if customers are coming in purchasing things from us, isn't that the ultimate goal? And I think it's really <laughs> funny because like you and dad go back and forth with that all the time because me and my mom are checklist people. We want to get things done. And my dad is very, kind he's just go with the flow whatever happens like that's what I'm gonna do you know and and I think it's funny that like we had a week where um me and you were covering the store a couple weeks ago and I remember we both had these huge checklists and we started doing all these things or whatever and customers would come in the store and we would just say ah I wish there wouldn't be any customers in the store and then my dad's like that's how we make money. <laughs> Isn't that the point of opening a store? <laughs> so we have these expectations of our list, but I mean, the customers is how you make money. So you have to be flexible and go with the flow because that's how you move forward. So there was a lady last night at TP that shared something really interesting. Um, she was listening to a podcast and the gentleman in the podcast said that his goal is always 75%. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I actually looked at Jasmine when she said this because Jasmine all week kept saying, I'm just not 100% this week and I feel like I need to be at 100%. We have all these things that I need to be 100% for and I'm not. And um, she talked about this gentleman saying that he decides when he's doing his podcast that if it's 75% good, it's it's good enough to release. And if he gets 75% of the stuff done on his list, it's good enough. And if we all could be at that 75% range instead of that 100% that is completely unattainable, (laughs) 
um, then we could be proud of ourselves for what we did accomplish instead of beating ourselves up for what we didn't mm -hmm. um, because it's unattainable yeah. and no one's going to ever reach that 100% or that perfection. And that is beautiful because, yeah, I mean, who in this world is perfect? She said something else, too, that I really liked, and she was talking about how if everyone in this room wrote down on a piece of paper a couple of qualities of what they thought perfection looked like in a person, like what perfection would be, if we put all those together, we would not be able to find a person in this world that had all of those qualities. It's not, it's not realistic. So yeah, that, that just, that really helped me. Gosh, because that, that has been my motto this week. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not at a hundred percent. And why do I feel like I have to be at a hundred percent all the time? You know? Yeah. And it's usually, I think when we operate at the hundred percent mm -hmm. or what we think is a hundred percent or we're trying <laughs> to attain that hundred uh percent -huh. is when we have the crashes. Yeah. I think a lot of people that do suffer from anxiety and depression, it's the anxiety creates that feeling like I've got to be a hundred yeah. and I'm trying so hard to be at that, that then I crash to the zero, which yeah. creates the depression. Where if we operated at 50 to 75% all the time, we probably could Stay more about sustain it. that yeah. sustain that fifty to seventy five percent instead of a hundred percent and then ten percent and yeah. then you know exactly so so really quick to end out our thoughts we just wanted to talk about some questions that you can ask yourself and I actually came up with these questions this week for TP night I didn't actually end up using them because I was trying to let myself not be at a hundred percent so I wanted to just include them in the podcast but basically when I have an expectation these are just some questions that I thought would really help me to either lower my expectations or just to give myself a little bit more grace. And the first one is how is this expectation serving me? Is it helping me to move forward or is it holding me back? The second one is what can I learn from this moment, challenge or expectation? The third one is, how would my life look without this expectation? Kind of like what I asked you about being a stay-at-home mom. If you didn't have those expectations about what being a stay-at-home mom looked like, what would your life have looked like? And I just feel like if we can begin to imagine an opposite to our expectations, it can help us to have a more open mind and see more possibilities than just the one path that we well, and I now. know for myself because I've been the queen of expectations, and not only on myself but of my spouse. Yeah, and I've slowly started to let a lot of that go. And as I've let the expectations go um, for what I think my spouse should look like, or what he should be doing, or which usually is about me and not about him, anyways, mm -hmm. our relationship has improved a ton. Yeah, because I just learned to appreciate him for him and his skills and him, who he is and what he does. Yeah instead of what I want him to be or want him to do. Which is so funny because it's like you think that having control over something is what's going to make your life happier and it's really that losing control that help allows you to have a more happy, fulfilled life. Exactly. All right, so really quick, I just wanted to talk about our book recommendation for this week. So just a disclaimer, we haven't read this book, but we didn't, we couldn't think of a book that we have read, and we're trying to read as many books as possible, but we can only read so much. So well, if we're doing a podcast a week, yeah. we're not really getting through a book a week. No, we're not. <laughs> so um, we haven't read this one yet, but I was seeing really great reviews, and she kept coming up when I was doing research about expectations for TP Night. So I wanted to kind of mention her because I did actually watch a video um, that goes along with her book but the book is called expectation hangover and it's by christine hassler and in the video that we watched um she was just talking about how 
an expectation hangover is basically when you have an expectation of something and things either don't go according to plan, things go according to plan, but they don't feel like you thought they would, or life throws you an unexpected, unwanted curveball, and then you just crash from that. And she, in her book, she talks about different ways that you can get over these expectation hangovers. So I think it's a really good resource, and I actually want to read the book because I really feel like expectation is a big deal for a lot of us and having those tools in our back pocket that we can use anytime that we have those expectations would really help us to learn and grow and become better people. So I'll link the video that we watched and the book in the description if you are interested in reading it and maybe who knows maybe we'll start a book club and we can all read these books together. So Jasmine is a bookworm. I am a little she bit of a bookworm. She could easily read a book a week if she didn't have so many other the things thing on is, her plate. Well, I have a lot on my plate, and the thing is, is I have three books that I'm currently reading, so I can't really add another one to that <laughs> list. So we'll read some of them and not all of them. So the quote for the week is, when you release expectations, you are free to enjoy things for what they are instead of what you think they should be. And that quote is by Mandy Hale. Awesome. All right. Well, there wasn't a lot of science on expectation, but I did find an article in a Psychology Today article by John A. Johnson. He has a PhD and he states, it is difficult to locate the exact origin of the slogan, expectations are premeditated resentments. I think I kind of mentioned that something mm -hmm. similar earlier. Yeah. However, I do know why that slogan is popular in programs such as Al-Anon, Alcoholics Anonymous, um, and with addicts, addicts tend to be so impaired, impaired by their substance abuse that they are unlikely to live up to anyone's expectations. Not having expectations for chemically impaired persons is necessary for keeping one's own sanity. But I would say the same is also true not just for children who are frequently unresponsive to expectations due to their immaturity and natural rebelliousness, but for all functioning adults as well. This is because each of us, as an adult, has our own desires and agendas. We want to do what we think is in our own best interest. If we expect other people to act in ways that are not consistent with their own interests, they will probably resist our expectations, leaving us resentful. Wow, that's powerful. I know. Let me read that one more time. If we expect other people to act in ways that are not consistent with their own interests, they will probably resist our expectations, leaving us resentful. Furthermore, the person is likely re to resent you also. After all, how do you feel when people expect you to do things that are inconsistent with your own goals or values? Makes me think of what I mentioned earlier yeah, about dad. Definitely, because he has a totally different mindset and different goals than you do. So if you force him to be something that he's not, it's not going to make him happy and it's in, in turn not going to make you happy because he's not being himself and you're not being yourself. Exactly. So to finish the article, let go of expectations and find something to be grateful about even when things do not turn out the way you hoped, and you will experience, experience serenity rather than the resentment. Ooh, serenity. I love that I word. know. And we have the link to that. We'll post that for you if you want to read the whole article. All right. And that is about it for us. So really quick, we have our weekly challenge. Um, and this week, we want you to make a list of your expectations and go through the expectation questions with at least one of those expectations. So choose one that maybe is impairing you the most at the moment or one that you've had a problem with for a long time. 
And again, just to go over those questions that we mentioned earlier again, the first one is, how is this expectation serving me? What can I learn from this moment challenge slash expectation? And third, what would my life look like without this expectation? Before we do our outro, I just had a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so we said at the beginning that we lost the first episode of this, so we just had to re-record it. Yeah. And um, Jasmine and I, the podcasts tend to come pretty easy for us because we just love to have the conversation with each other and mm-hmm. we love to talk about these subjects. And um, this one we struggled with a little bit. We had to pause a couple times and it didn't come as naturally. And what's really cool about it, I just had the thought, mm-hmm. is that the reason that was happening is because we were comparing it with the last episode. Oh my gosh, you're right. Because we, the last episode flowed, and we really liked it, and we were so disappointed that it, we lost it because it was, it, we thought it was a great episode. And I think, I know for me, and I would guess that this is true for you, you can confirm or deny it, uh-huh. but there were, we when we prepare for a podcast, all we do is put down bullet points of yep. what we want to talk about. Yep. We don't talk about it ahead of time. We don't um, plan it more than just the science part, the quote, and the bullet points that we want to touch on. And so it ends up being just a natural conversation. Yeah. Well, what happened in this episode is I kept thinking about what we had said in the last episode, trying to remember so I could say it again, <laughs> or make sure I touched on those points again, and we've never had that because we don't talk about it. Yeah. And so I think this is a perfect lesson for us today so of practicing what we're preaching because <laughs> letting go of the expectation that this one got to look like the last one and the comparison. How often do we struggle with comparing that one, it's supposed to look a certain way or it looked better last time or we want it to look like how it did before and it's just really cool that yeah, I noticed cool. that as we were recording this. How cool that that is the that's the thing that I'm struggling with lately and I knew and that's why that's why I choose I we always try to choose something that we are struggling with so that we can I mean cuz these podcasts really they're for us and we love sharing our thoughts with you and hopefully we help other people too but they are for us and so how cool that when we're talking about this I really want to get over this I want to learn this lesson so how cool is it that we got to learn the lesson not only in the research but in practice when the when the podcast wasn't recorded and were you doing that going back in your head oh definitely definitely and then but you know what's funny is halfway through and I think this actually could be a point that I should have probably brought up earlier is about halfway through recording it this time I started breathing and because I noticed that I was getting anxiety because I was trying to remember what we said in the last one Uh and there was a point in the episode where I shifted from I'm trying to remember what I said last time to okay now I'm gonna just breathe and just go into conversation and be in heart and spirit and there was a point in the episode where I mindfully started breathing and so maybe that's something that you can add to your expectation checklist of if I have expectations to just breathe because that helped a lot and we talk a lot about um being in headspace or heart space yeah and and of course if we're trying to remember and comparing to the last one of course we're in headspace of course if we're just here connected with each other and having a conversation then we shift to heart space yeah and so 
what a great lesson of us experiencing the shift from head to heart space in this episode for Well, ourselves. and the thing is, is we, we usually record a couple ed- episodes ahead of time so that we have one. There was no other option for us. Like, we couldn't decide, okay, we're just going to record this next week. We had to do it now. So it was like forcing us to let go of those. Ah, I'm just so excited. This <laughs> is so cool. I'm smiling. It's always here. cool when you realize you're so, learning a lesson and it's going to affect your life. Yeah. <laughs> so. so thank you so much for listening today, guys. We really appreciate you going on this journey with us because it has been a journey today. Yeah. So um, really quick, just to go over the ways that you can contact us and become our friends, we have our email at thehappyplaceproject at gmail.com, and happy is with an I. Uh, we have our Facebook at The Happy Place with an I also, and Instagram and Twitter at The Happy Place Project, and that's H-A-P-P-I. And one more thing, our retreat is coming up in two weeks. Two weeks, guys. So May 3rd through the 5th, um, we'll be reposting that on Facebook. All, you can always reach out to us. We'll figure out how to get the information to you make sure that you know what you need. Yep. And, and there is limited space, so make sure you sign up soon so that you get a spot if you want to come with us. And it's going to be a blast in Bryce Canyon. We're going to love we, we love it. We're excited for it, and we hope to see you there. Awesome. So, love, love you. Be, be strong. strong.